One day the disciples and Jesus are out enjoying a nice day in the Judean countryside when Peter sidles over to Jesus and says in a voice loud enough for everyone to hear him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Andrew shifts uncomfortably in his seat. He was the one who got caught eating Peter's lunch in the break room, and Peter is shrouding his aggression and sanctimony. You know the sort. James looks over at John and both give identical eye rolls. Peter hasn't really been the same since the whole binding and loosing power thing was given to him a few weeks back. Jesus handed the keys to the kingdom to Peter, who gave the engine a few revs and then peeled out of the driveway right into the retaining wall. Still, literally being called Satan hasn't seemed to set Peter back in confidence. Peter is also one of those people who raise their hands to ask a question, not because they have a question, but so they can tell you their thoughts. You know the sort? Teacher, what do you think about forgiveness? He goes on. Now, I'm a modest man, but I think we shouldn't live by this idea of an eye for an eye. What about if I forgave seven times? I know, it's a lot. But think about it, Jesus. Seven, the number of divine completion in Scripture. The number seven occurs 284 times in the Bible. Seven days of creation. Abraham's blessing was sevenfold. There are seven holes in the human head. Peter continues, carried away with himself now. Jesus, I remember seven symbolism in the early myth stories in relationships to its function. You should read it. I've written a lot of things if you ever want to hear some different perspectives. Peter loses steam as Jesus stares at him. Change identical smirks. Jesus says, seven times? Seven? Peter, you do have functioning relationships in your life, right? Forgive someone seven times? Man, Pete, <laughs> tell me you don't have children, right? I mean, are you talking... Seven times a day? Seven times an hour? What? You think is the number before someone moves beyond redemption? Try multiplying your great number of completion on itself times ten, times a hundred. In fact, you're counting? Peter, you don't get to count. Peter blinks. Well, 77 is a lot to keep track of, but... And Jesus interrupts. He says, everyone gather around. Time for another parable. There was a king who wished to settle his accounts, so he called one of his servants to him. Side note, the NRSV translates this as a slave, but the Greek, doulos, can mean slave. But picture something closer to a servant for this story, a manager, someone trusted with running a chunk of the king's land, gathering taxes and tributes. Someone chosen for this job by the king. There's the president, and there's his trusted cabinet member, the secretary of finance. That's the servant, Secretary Jones. The king suddenly decides to to settle accounts and calls Secretary Jones to him and starts going through the files. Jones, 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 G-H-I-J, Jameson, Jackson, ah, 
yes, Jones. And he fishes out a scroll because it's Bible times. He fumbles for a second with the string tying the scroll together and gets it undone and the loosing of it is like an explosion. The unfurling scroll shoots out like a cannon with all of its tensile strength, rolls onto the floor, and the scene becomes like this surreal cartoon. The scroll just keeps going. It violently bounds around the floor, around the chamber. People are jumping to get out of its way. It hits the door and like, bam, and unwinds down the street off into the sunset. Jones stands before the king wide-eyed. The king Looks down calmly with his end of the scroll. Oh yes, Jones, Jones, that is quite a billing statement, isn't it? It looks like you owe 87 jillion trillion billion zillion dollars and it's due now. In actuality, Jesus gives the number of 10,000. One talent is about 15 years of wages for a laborer. And since Peter and I are both good at counting, we did the math for you. We are talking about 150,000 years of Jones's labor to pay. The number is insane, beyond the bounds of reason. This was before people settled Africa 150,000 years ago. This is how much time. You might as well say 87 zillion, jillion, trillion, billion dollars today, Jones, and present it on the back of your favorite unicorn, right? Accompany it with a trained group of acrobatic tortoises to entertain me while you're at it. It's insane. And he says, pay it back? Well, it's a turn for you and for your family. Jones crumples to his knees, begs for forgiveness. Says he'll work it off. Laugh. 150,000 years of labor. But what else do you say when faced with such an unimaginable debt? And this king, settling his accounts, says, You know what? Forget about it. Lights the scroll on fire. It ignores and sets off down the street into the sunset. And the king says, Go, you're free. All is forgiven. This king, don't you picture him running off like the newly awakened Scrooge on this Christmas morning, cackling and scattering gold and turkeys everywhere he goes, canceling the national debt, entirely upsetting how we run the world and causing a chaos of mercy in our unforgiving, calculating, interest-driven world. But that's not what happens with Jones. Secretary Jones gets up from his knees, trembling head to toe, walks out into the free air. A free man gulps it in and decides to settle his own accounts. He finds his own servant, one who owes him a hundred denarii. Not a small debt, as a denarii was about a day's wages, but for someone who just owed 87 zillion, jillion, trillion, billion, this is really nothing. Jones beats his servant, foaming at the mouth, and throws him in jail till he pays. And here comes the king, entering stage right, continuing this wild drama. Jones, now you've done it. Eternal damnation, fire, weeping, 
forever. And darkness fell over the whole kingdom and never relented. And the unicorns disappeared and the tortoise troop went back underwater. So Peter, stop your counting. Tallying your hurts, marking the spreadsheet of all who have let you down, all who owe you. This movement doesn't work like that. Infinite mercy is breaking into our world. Try to leverage that grace and you end up worse than where you started. Use it to control people and it will end in fire. Add up the actions and inactions of others in the columns of your categorical resentments and find yourself in impenetrable darkness. The power to bind and to loose is yours. When you choose to bind, remember that your own heart is bound in the process. When you loose, though, what you loose in the end is you.